Chitty, chitty, chat, 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 chat. <laughs> oh, Glee. What are you? What are you doing that for? Because I I can't help but do the chitty chitty chat 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 chat, chat thing know, every time right. to myself, and today just made me laugh. Hey, do you want to know a fun story? No. So, yes. No, you do. You no, do. you do. Yeah. It's fine. I'm going to tell you. It. So there's this dude. Yep. Like I'm not going to give too much away. Don't worry. Okay. But I knew that he, um, like, he's a friend of mine that I'm sort of hanging out with. Yep. Anyway, he said to me, I said something like, oh, it's just a bit of a chitty chat. And he's like, chitty, chitty, chat, chat. And oh. I knew he'd listen to the podcast. Bastard. Oh, in a I good way, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything, though, because I didn't want to cramp his style, but, you know. But I was very, God. I was just like, mate. And I was like, what so, shit have I said? Someone got some points. Or unless he is a fan of Kung Fu Panda 3, where we got Maybe. that Jack Black line from. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, but, that's um, that's kind of funny. It's pretty cute. It's really cute, actually. Do but, you often yeah. think about what we say in the chitty chat? I I will get tweets um, from like Firm Party and Hasa. Firm and Party and up and here. Hasa's been very prolific at the moment. I know he's he's a binge clubber. Yeah, um, good work, Hasa, you legend. And every now and again, uh, it does make me think. Oh yeah, that's right. You forget people that- actually <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah, when we're trying to work out what swear words we can say and They must think we're bloody idiots. Yeah, look, well it's like I think we I know we have mentioned this before when we uh last year did um we were doing our hide and seek bid for the Olympics and <laughs> uh we caught up with the physical person of Fern Party and mm. she was saying how much she loves the chitty chat <gasps> and she was saying you can tell the days where you guys are a bit more tired than others. Hey, you know what Fern Party because I know oh. you're listening, yep. mate. I feel like I'm just talking about dudes today, but I was um, hanging out with a dude and he's like, oh, so what, you know, do you have, you know, people that, you know, you can see call up and you know that they listen to the show? And I was like, and I mentioned Fern Party Uh and then I even mentioned that we played hide and seek um, (laughs) and I was like, you know, because naturally we're, um, you know, uh, trying out for the 2020 Olympics playing hide and seek. Exactly. Exactly. Jinx. And um, and I was like, yeah, we met Fan Party. And so when she calls in, we see it. And anyway, she got a great rap. Um, it's a good thing. Well, there's so many times yeah. you sit that you really do think, like I've, I've got a lot of friends who do podcasts and I have been on many of these podcasts. And you just mm. kind of do it without the idea of even hearing back from anybody. Yeah. And there was one I actually did in front of a live audience and that's a weird sensation. What do you mean? Oh, so a podcast in front of a live audience. Yeah, it was for a podcast festival. And that's uh, cool. it's it really changes the dynamic of how you talk. Like this is very appropriately called the chitty chat because it's a bit loose and it's a bit cashy mm. and it probably feels more like you're eavesdropping in on a conversation. Yeah. Whereas when there's an audience, it very quickly becomes a performance. Right. And everybody, especially with a bunch of comedians, everyone's fishing for a laugh. Yeah. Very, okay. It was, it was, it was perfectly fine, but just mm. I, I really noticed the difference. Yeah. That's interesting. And I, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something, and then I was like, "Nah." Go on. No, I was gonna say I feel weird because I can't see you, but then I thought that's probably too much peek behind the curtains. Isn't but we know we mentioned that yesterday. Yeah, I know, but I just wasn't sure like how much um, people you know, care do anymore. You get, do you get in trouble if you if we're in a different state? I don't know. I don't believe so, mate. Lots of people do it, but it just feels weird because usually I can't I can't see you today. I know. So I'm just scribbling on my thing and just listening to your voice. I'm writing today. I 
face, Rob. Oh, I'm doing a little sad <laughs> face. I'm writing today with a highlighter because it's the only thing I could find to write with, a bright oh, yellow annoying. highlighter. It's very offensive on my eyes. <laughs> it's, uh, quite aggressive. Well, it's... does this sound like a Friday podcast chitty chat or what? Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Here's the pre-prepared bit. <laughs> Got to kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you gotta take it up enough. All right, all right, all right. I thought you sounded good. Your lovely voice for radio. You are out of your mind if you think I'm gonna put this person on the air. Are we gonna be goofing off like this every day? Rove McManus and Sam Frost. This is Rove and Sam. Good evening and welcome to your Friday. This is Rove and Sam. I'm the other one and here's Sam. Oh my goodness, it's Friday, guys. We've made it. Feels Friday. Feels yeah. loopy. I'm doing a little skippy skip as I, as I talk. <laughs> That's when you know it's going to be a good show. Feels good. I like it. Sam, we're very excited tonight because we are going to choose our next program for Binge Club. Absolutely. And I'm so excited. So many people are getting on board Mm. and joining our Binge Club Club. The very funny Tom Gleeson will be joining us too. And when we come back, well, 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 Sam, I have heard one of the strangest stories of someone who got an invite to a wedding you will not believe. I love it already. But right now we're going to kick things off with the new one from Ed Sheeran's latest album, Divide. It's called How Would You Feel Pain? This is Rove and Sam on your Friday. Rove and Sam. Welcome back to Rove and Sam across Australia. Sam, you love your pet, right? Oh, I do. I love it so much. Now, should the time come that you would ever be married, would you say <laughs> that you would want to have your dog as, say, your uh, matron of honour or even a bridesmaid? Oh, uh Possibly. I mean, that's that's a whole lot of love for a pet, right? He would probably ruin the whole thing. No, he would chew everyone's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> he would chase you. You've got to throw the bouquet and he'd probably leap up and catch it and then rip it to shreds and bury it. Yeah, exactly. I would have to get a sitter. <laughs> so it would surprise you probably to hear that a couple in the States got married and they have a beloved pet and that pet is so beloved that it was deemed to be the best man at the wedding. Now, that probably sounds weird enough when you think, oh, who would want a dog or a cat as their best man? No, this couple is from America. Their pet, of course, is a buffalo. Are you joking? I didn't even know you could have buffaloes as pets. Well, they did, and it was the best man at their wedding. Can you imagine? (laughs) It would probably go something like this. Dearly beloved, we now come to one of the most important parts of the wedding ceremony. The exchanging of the rings. Brian, the ring. What do you mean you don't have it? Look, I know you're a large buffalo, but how do you lose a wedding ring? It's the one thing you have to do. No, Brian, organising the Bucks night doesn't count. And I should have known I couldn't rely on you after what happened with that. Okay, I'm naked and tied to a chair. Now what? A stripper? Oh, no, Brian, please. Oh, that's why you covered me in breadcrumbs, you bastard. What's going on, Shane? Oh, nothing, Claire. It's fine. Everything's fine. I should have known this would happen with a buffalo as best man. No, Gavin, it's cool. I don't need you to step in, but thank you. I'm very sorry to have to rush things, but I have the Nugent twins christening right after this and I have to exchange the baptismal water. There's a stripper in it. How did you know that duck's a stripper? 
Not important. Now, do you have the ring or not? Well, quite clearly, my best buffalo has let me down. Claire, I'm sorry. It looks like we can't... Oh, what is it, Brian? No, I can't look at you right now. I'm too angry. Oh, all right, what? What am I looking at? Your stupid face, your stupid eyes, your stupid nose with that... Stupid ring in it? Brian, you're a genius! Here's the ring, Your Honour. I'm not a judge, but great! We have a ring! I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Oh, I love you, Shane. And I love you, Claire. And thanks, Brian. I knew I could count on you. Now let's go party! Sure, there's room for one more in the limo. Why? Rovin' Sam. Welcome back to Rovin' Sam here on your Friday across Australia and time to talk to one of our favourite funny buggers. Tom Gleeson is one of Australia's best comedians and stars not only on The Weekly on the ABC but also in his own show, Hard Quiz. Tom recently tweeted that Sydney is like your whinging auntie. When she's hot, she lets everyone know about it. I don't know about you, but I want to meet his auntie. She sounds like fun. Hooray, g'day. Good evening, Tom. Now, is it safe to say, mate, that you are the bravest man in comedy for what you did on the weekly (laughs) using some pretty heinous material from some public figures at a comedy club? How did this come about? Yeah, well, there was this uh, a dinner for the Q Society where there there were all these jokes that were made that were racist and homophobic. And the people who made these jokes palmed them off as being just a joke. It's people should get a sense of humour. It's no big deal. So I thought I'd test it. So I told those racist jokes and homophobic jokes at a comedy club. And you'll never guess what happened, Rose. I died on my ass. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like a set-up bit with the audience, like where you tell the jokes and then afterwards say to them, okay, now we're going to film you guys look That's really bored. No, no, no. What happened was I actually got introduced as just Tom Gleason's going to be on trying out some new material. And I just did it for real. <laughs> and I can tell you the audience really hated me. And the other thing that you'll enjoy, Rose, is that I found that even though I knew I was pretending to die to make a point, I still died, and it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you do want to sit there going, it's just a bit, guys. It's just it's yeah. like four jokes, but it, even then, by joke two, you're like, I can't see it through to number three or four. <laughs> well, well, then at the end, I did tell the audience, I said, look, I was doing this to make a point, and I, t- and I explained it to them. But because the audience hated me so much because of the heinous <laughs> stuff I'd said, they kind of just wanted me to go. They just sort of just, we think we know what you're talking about, but can you just leave because you ruined our night? They probably thought that you were just saying that because they're like, mate, he knows that he's screwed this up. We're not laughing. So he's like, oh, no, no, it's just a bit. It's just a bit. Um... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm deliberately bombing, guys. Yeah. Uh, normally my racism and homophobia works really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I have a bit of a bone uh, to pick with you, not only the weekly, oh. of course, uh, host of the Hard Quiz uh, on your yes. ABC and uh, episode one, you took a young <laughs> Doctor Who fan to task where this poor kid was getting batted around and <laughs> look, I'm not going to lie, I was trying to out-nerd him at home with what I knew about yeah. Doctor Who but jeez, you were letting him have it. Yeah. Did he survive? Yeah, well, yeah, well, the Hard Quiz, the questions are hard but also part of it is I give all the contestants a hard time and um, <laughs> so they know what they're signing up for but he actually is a big fan, as it turns out. So he, he's come to a few of my gigs. 
but he said to me that he thinks it might be Stockholm syndrome. Like I, I abused him so much it made him like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you would appreciate this or not. I did get my first uh, complaint officially uh, broadcasting live. It was from a Doctor Who fan, and um, I had called them all losers, and they're like, "Oh, Sam said we're all losers, but we're not." I mean, you've obviously yeah. now that you've sat down with this dude, uh, would you think that all Doctor Who fans are losers or? <laughs> Um, yeah, in general, they tend to have limited social skills, I've found. i found that, you know, people are really into Doctor Who. They obviously, they enjoy getting lost in that fictional world, and that's usually because they're not in touch with real people. That's what yes. I've found. Look, that's I fair. I'm a Doctor Who more. fan, and I'm currently <laughs> indoors at 7 o'clock on a Friday, so that's fair enough. Now, mate, you are touring at the moment. What can people expect for this show? What have you got in store this time around? Yeah, well, I've got good news. I'm not going to do any racist or homophobic material. I'm just going to do really good material. That's, that's what I'm going to do. A uh, big part of my show, actually, at the moment, centres off uh, a, a long car trip. But I've got to think of a better way of saying it because a long car trip sounds long and tedious. It's probably not a great way to sell a stand-up show. <laughs> no, it kind of sounds uh, a bit There are a lot of diversions. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I, I often do a bit of political stuff too. I, 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 I like always like giving mouth and turn a little bit of a whack, so that'll be in there. Fantastic. Well, the show is Cheer Up. It is uh, touring the country, but in Adelaide at the moment. Head to uh, comedy.com.au for all the dates you can catch Tom around the country. Uh, And, of course, uh, on the weekly uh, on the ABC as well. Tom Gleeson, thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks, Roven Sam. Thanks. Roven Sam. Welcome back to Roven Sam on your Friday night. Oh, the weekend is beckoning, and just as well, because we're going to kick into this week's Binge Club Frosty. Absolutely. So basically it's like Oprah's book club, mm. except it's with Rove and I and you guys binging TV shows. Exactly. Uh, TV shows, movies, it could be an entire series or just a one-off, whatever you decide. Last week we chose the Santa Clarita Diet. We watched it over the course of the weekend as much as we could. Uh, many of you did the same, fellow binge clubbers, and you were very pleased to tell us what you thought. I loved it. How you could you did. not like it? What the F? Like, seriously, <laughs> this was just like, what the F? Now, as we were reviewing it ourselves, mm. Sam, we were here with one of our own comedian, Justin Hamilton, and he compared the Santa Clarita diet to another show that he liked watching. Well, you know, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, very early episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it wasn't until after the show show that we got a tweet from a guy by the name of Heath who said, I don't even know what this show is that you're comparing this other show to. He's never heard of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mate, sometimes I pretend, uh, <laughs> you know, that I've, I've I've heard of things. But I actually, I think I've heard of things, but I've never really looked it up. So I'm, you've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've never seen it, but I have heard it, like, you know, just a couple of bits and pieces here and there. Mate, it's got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It, it's a very funny show, sort of a comedy about cops, really. So uh, Heath was suggesting, well, why don't we do that as the next binge club? I do believe it is on Netflix. I think it's also aired on SBS. So if you have your SBS On Demand app on your television, you could probably find some episodes there. Just you can surely look it up on a little bits and pieces on YouTube. Get the gist of it and yeah. find and you know any feedbacks, good feedback for Binge Club. We That's don't it. care if you don't have time. That's Mate. right. Last last week, everyone said it was shit. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Here's how you do it. 
You, like us, spend your weekend binging as much or as little of Brooklyn Nine-Nine as you'd like. And then let us know, obviously, that you've been you've oh, been yeah. doing it. At Rove and Sam or even our personal uh, accounts. That's it. And then uh, on Monday, we will rate, review Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think this one's going to be fun. We, we got a bit, we got off to a rocky start with Binge Club. Mm. I think we're going to like this one. We will catch you Monday for some Binge Club. Uh, thank you very much to Tom Gleason. Catch him touring around the country. Uh, he hits Adelaide this weekend. Uh, oh, I too am touring the country. Like Yay. many of my comedic friends, uh, comedy.com.au. More on that later. <laughs> Sam, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you very much, Rove. You too. Everybody, do the same yourselves. Uh, stick around for Ashland, and we will catch you Monday for more stupidity, including Binge Cup. Good luck, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Till then, I'm Rove McManus. Say hi to your mum for me. Rove and Sam. That, that was that was uh, radio gravy. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rove and Sam.